the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What difference at this point does it make? Oh, shut up. If you've got health insurance, you can keep it. If you like your health care plan, you will keep your plan. If you've got health insurance, you like your doctor, you like your plan, you can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan. I'm as bad as hell, but I'm not going to take this anymore. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton from the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. I'm joined by co-host Don Dix, who's the leader of the Corona chapter of Act for America, a national security organization, and by best-selling author and historian John Hancock, and our absolutely fantastic guest today, who's going to be a speaker at the upcoming Unite, i.e. conservative conference, is Alfonso Rachel. He is a Christian, conservative, social, political humorist who does video commentaries on both his own website called Zonation and on PJTV, which is Bill Whittle's organization. Welcome. Should we call you Alfonso? Should we call you Zoe or Mr. Rachel? You can call me that, and you can call me the drummer for 20-pound sledge. That's right. We have something in common. I spent uh, 15 years behind a kit. Right. Which, for... The average layman means a drum set. <laughs> Great to have you with us. You got to post some of those pictures, man. If you got any pictures of you, you got to post those up. You know what? That's before cameras existed. <laughs> I, I think they have an etching, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that, were you playing? Were you playing your drums with clubs or something like that? Exactly. It was more of like a predecessor to the kunga. <laughs> So, so so excited to have you at the conference, though. One um, week from today. Yeah, it is one week. This is the eve of the conference. So there's still tickets, and that's what we're going to be talking about today is how you can get your tickets at AM590, The Answer, so that you can see Zoe and all of the other great speakers that we have. So, Zoe, tell us, how is your perspective on politics and culture perhaps different than other Republicans or conservatives? Uh, well, my take on as for me, I, I don't look at it so much uh, politically as I do culturally. Uh, my, my whole thing is, you know, I know we want this uh, really solid uh, political representation, you know, and, and a lot of I think a lot of times, you know, people are feeling that they're being misrepresented. And uh, but the thing is, if you want stable political representation, you're going to need stable cultural representation. You know, other than that, you know, we're always going to be fighting this upward battle. And it's like, oh, it's okay. You know, we're conservatives. We're, 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 we're thick-skinned. We can go against the grain, but it doesn't have to be as hard. And we need to be able to get out there and sell conservatives, not sell a candidate. That's what people are trying to do right now. We're always trying to sell a candidate. Stop trying to sell a candidate and get out there and sell conservatism. Well, the, the liberalism so permeates the culture, and, and Whittle's talked about this, that, that it just becomes ingrained in people as they grow up because they've watched these TV shows, and the, mm-hmm. the, the libs dominate all that. Sure, sure. So why aren't we, are we supposed to be the party that competes? We're always saying competition breeds excellent. Well, let's get out there and compete. Let's not complain about it. Let's but, compete with it. Yeah, even with all that, I, I still see right now a very unique opportunity this year because 
it's not too dissimilar, I think, from 1980. We had Jimmy Carter, a disastrous liberal policies. We had people kind of abandoning that, saying, no, that's, that's, that's not working. They were looking for something new. And then here comes Ronald Reagan just making a complete appeal and, and being a champion of conservative values and principles. Mm-hmm. And then he, you know, he, he ushered in the Reagan revolution. And I see us kind of at that same point. I mean, a lot of people, even Democrats right now, are sitting here looking after eight years of Barack Obama going, come on, there, 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 there has to be something better than this. The party is not representing us. Um, you know, we are not that. That's not the Democratic Party that we knew. Um, so 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 they're, they're looking for something else to support. And I think this is a golden opportunity for conservatism right now. It, it could be a golden opportunity, but I think also back in the 80s, uh, the culture was uh, a little bit different. I think the culture embraced patriotism a little bit more. Uh, you could see that, like, in, 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 uh, in popular TV shows like wrestling. You know, remember, uh, you, right. know, had the, you had the pro-American wrestlers, and you had the Iron Sheik, and you had, you know, uh, you, know, you know, people out there chanting USA and stuff like that, and you had the A-team. Yeah, you know, there was more of a patriotic tone in the time that Reagan was coming into office. And, and the thing is, I mean, I don't want to so much rely on the dynamic of, well, we got Carter, and after Carter, we got Reagan. Right. Because right now, we've had eight years of Obama, and people are, people, when people are disenchanted, they're not disenchanted with the things that Obama was trying to push. They're, just, they're disenchanted because they feel like he wasn't aggressive enough. So when people are saying, okay, we're jaded with Obama, we're tired of Obama— they're just tired because they didn't exi- they didn't get what they wanted. Now they're going to be looking for those things in Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders. And Hillary Clinton has just proved to be a criminal. They don't care. They're ready for Hillary. They still want the same things. They just want somebody different to be more aggressive in pushing it in. You said in our prep session that you were more concerned with people who would vote for Sanders or Clinton than Sanders or Clinton. Sure, sure. Because basically what, what these people, you know, they're, they're representatives. You know, that's, that's what they are. And, and Hillary is going to represent enough to enough people out there who think that the government is supposed to do certain things. And they're going to be voting for, for Sanders for the same thing. These people are, they're, they're, they're like, uh, I, I, for lack of a better way to put it, these people are like idols. And they're going to these idols expecting these idols to do something for them that these idols, one, can't do, and two, aren't supposed to do. But the people have been conditioned to believe that that's what they deserve. You know, you, you've made the your your angle on this is the culture, and of course, Andrew Breitbart famously said, "Culture is upstream of politics." And I'm sure he's not the first. I mean, he maybe said it in a nice little soundbite, but that's just, that's the mm-hmm. essence of your work is impact the culture, and then the political reality will follow. You know, how do we impact the culture when we've lost? decades ago hollywood we've lost the schools we've lost the universities how do we get all that back Zoe? ah that's that's a good question it's, it's difficult but it's not impossible and and, and I don't, here's one of the problems as conservatives you know for the most part and, and, and liberals too don't get me wrong man it's, but you know people just want to get out there want to, they want to make an honest living okay they just want to you know they want to be able to pay their rent pay their bills and so on and so forth but the thing is with, with conservatives Doing the nine to five or whatever their their profession allots to them doesn't give them a lot of time to be creative, and basically have have the wherewithal to to uh, to to influence or give people the idea that hey, there's a better way to do these things. And while conservatives are doing their nine to five, you got liberals on the other side using that time to come up with ways to get into their pocket and push whatever other agenda that they have. That's what they do. That's the world that they live in. So with conservatives, it's very difficult. 
And we're all we're all about defense. You know, you got to have a strong military. You want to have a strong police force and stuff like that. You want people to guard your guard your God given freedom. Sure. Well, you also need people to guard you on the on the cultural front also. And where conservatives are missing, and they're just as bad as liberals with this, is that they're looking for a political messiah to come and save us from these things. Mm. That ain't gonna happen. And they're just as bad. So what you need is you got you you is there is there throwing these monies at, at at politicians expecting them to fix things? Like no, here's what you need to do. You might want to support people like like I said, Bill Whittle. Bill Bill Whittle's very creative and and very intelligent guy. So it's like yeah, get behind people like that who can create the content in interesting and compelling ways to compete with the liberal narrative. That's where we need to support. We have a big, wide open hole that the liberals are just coming through and inundating the culture with their ideology, and we're not competing with them because we don't have the support. Supply and demand, right? Well, we need to the counter-narrative, and it needs to be demanded. Absolutely. We are talking to Alfonso Rachel, better known as Zoe, throughout the Internet on Twitter, Facebook, and his great videos that he's constantly putting out talking about the very thing that we're discussing today, the culture, how do we impact it, the values. He's going to be a speaker at the United IE Conference, and if you like the taste of what you're getting, boy, you're going to get a a fire hose of it on Saturday, March the 19th. You can go to the am590.com website to sign up for tickets, and we'll tell you where you can get more of Zoe after we get back from this break. Word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, sponsor of this show, as well as the Conservative Conference. And uh, Ed's the place, Wholesale Capital is the place to go for your real estate lending needs. More with Alfonso Rachel after this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lenders. It's all but certain now that we are about to see interest rates begin to rise after several years of being spoiled with historically low interest rates. But don't panic, it's not the end of the world. What it does mean is that if you've been thinking about the purchase of a new home, the purchase of a vacation home or investment property, or if you don't want to buy, but you need to refinance the home, you have to lower the rate, remove the mortgage insurance, or to pull out cash to pay higher interest, higher payment, credit cards, auto loans, or student loan debt. Or if you're a senior and have been considering looking into that reverse mortgage thing that everyone seems to be talking about lately, then call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I'll run the numbers for you and let you know what all your options are, the pros and cons of each one, and help you steer towards a decision that makes the most sense for you and your family. Once again, the number is 855-640-2020, or get me on the web at wccloans.com. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. and Sundays at 4 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Night IE Radio Program. My name is John Hancock. I'm here with my co-host Don Dix and Greg Britton. And we have really a superstar of the Internet for the, the, for the conservative movement, Alfonso Rachel, known as Zoe Rachel. And you can see his stuff at alfonsorachel.com. That's A-L-F-O-N-Z-O-R-A-C-H-E-L.com. And, you know, Zoe, one of the things I love about your your videos, because I share them with my daughter, and she has a lot of friends who are black, and, and of course, you're black, and you, you talk about, you know, you really take on the um, Democrats' monopoly of, of the black vote and, and the black support. You know, so what's it like? Um, you know, do you get any blowback? Do you get any negative feedback? Or, or, you know, what's it like being a conservative or a very visible conservative black American? Oh, sure. Um, and, and this is one of those areas where, um, you know, you really get to see the, uh, the projection of Democrats. 
And, uh, you know, it, 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 they, they hate they suppose they hate Republicans because supposedly Republicans is this exclusive uh, a white club. And this is what they curse them for. It's like, oh, it's just a whole bunch of old rich white men and stuff like that. OK, so I guess what you're saying is that you expect the Republican Party to be more diverse. OK, well, here's some black people and here's some Latinos and here's some Asians, stuff like that. And then once you show that, then they're still mad. It's like, oh, look at these sellouts who went right. to the Republican Party. You know, so it's, this is one of those opportunities. You know, if we're talking golden opportunities, here's one of those to basically just, you know, step back and just say, look, well, there you go. You guys want racism? There it is. It's not Republicans and Tea Parties and stuff like that that have signs that says whites only. It was Democrats who instituted that stuff. You know, so, you know, if, in terms of this exclusion and this segregation and this, and this apartheid mentality that they try to accuse the Republican Party of, well, that's all been Democrats. And as far as, you know, me being, you know, a conservative, you know, who happens to be black, you know, it's, it's all these things that, 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 that the Democrats project on us, this, this hostile bigotry. And, and uh, I, I've seen this. I, 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 this has been going on for as long as I can remember. Even when I was a default liberal, when I when I was a when I thought of myself as voting Democrat, I started to see it. I had to wake up to it, and I could see how it went down. I was like, you know what? No, this this is a very angry, intolerant party. They ain't nothing tolerant about the, uh, their party at all. So you know that's that's you know for me being a a, a black person, not only that, a musician. You know, I'm in California, man, and I, I see it all. The musicians love to talk about peace, love, and granola and all that sort right. of stuff. You know, you got to, you know, love, uh, you know, all you need is love and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, okay, Beatles, there's 6.5 billion people on the planet, and between the four of you, you couldn't even get along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if all it took was love, how come we still don't have the Beatles, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm seeing this stuff go down, you know, whether as, as, as a – uh, uh, you know, a person of color, and as a musician, I'm just seeing the hypocrisy of uh, of all this go down. And, and uh, you know, and while I'm even on the subject, you know, of of reaching out to the culture to get them to say that, that's one of the reasons why I believe that you know, artistry, you know, whether it's uh, in the acting community or in the music community where I where I live, you know, as a musician, you know, my band is out there to help shake up that paradigm. You know, we get out there, we we can you know try to connect with the culture. We have people coming up, uh, you know, after our shows. And, you know, telling us, man, I never thought of it like that. Or they'll say, like, wow, man, I would have never expected that from you guys are a Christian rock band, right? Like, yeah, they're like, wow, I never would have expected that. I never, I never really wouldn't have thought of it that way. I'm going to get your CD, man. I want to know more. You know, that's what we're out there to try to do. We're out there to try to sell it. Beautiful. You know, you got to sell it. Yep. How did you make the transition from the default liberal status to being conservative? Um. Oh, man, there's there was a, there was a lot of... Uh, lot of turn of events that that kind of went in there like uh, and off the top of my head one of those things would be uh you know when i when i when i considered the um the abortion issue and um when i when i when i really got down to the language of why is it that you're you're aborting this kid why because you don't think it's a human being and and i have to admit that maybe a little you know as a liberal some of my afrocentrism kind of jumped into play because not only was that same language used that when they're talking about you can abort this child because it's not a human being it has no right right okay well that's the same language that they use to justify slavery right wow say that blacks are not human they have no right so i'm like wait a minute this is coming back full circle and if i didn't like the idea that somebody would deny my ancestors right 
uh, disqualify their personhood, then I would be a total hypocrite if I would say that, that it's okay to deny a person's right to, you know, to live, to experience their God-given rights as well. So if I'm really going to be this humanitarian, liberalism ain't the answer to humani- being a humanitarian. Being a conservative is, as I conserve to what is outlined in the Constitution and our Declaration of Independence. So right there was like one of those things that started me towards my transition to be a conservative. As you probably know, the founder of Planned Parenthood, who's I'm just drawing a blank on that name, Margaret Sanger, Margaret Sanger. advocated yeah. eugenics against black people. Absolutely, and she was a Democrat. And now, have you have had any type of encounter with people where you, you're seeing you're making an, an impact, you're getting other um, black Americans to... To, to, to see things a little differently, maybe open their eyes up and, and stop just accepting what they're, what they're being told by the Democratic Party, by TV, by music, by, by society? Are, are you seeing that you're making an impact with these people? Yeah, it's, it, 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 it's, it's a slow, and, and I can, it's one of those things where I can only move as quickly as, as, as being supported. I'm sorry, I'm not right. trying to solicit, you know, hey, get out there, but, you know, but the thing is, like, say, for instance, with, with my band, just like I, I had mentioned before, where people kind of, you know, they kind of wake up to it. With, with the black community, you know, the unfortunate thing is, is, you know, there's this kind of group mentality thing. And if you, now, if you think that, you know, we can just ride into the black community and we're going to espouse these beliefs, there's going to be a lot of pushback because nobody wants to be seen as the one who stepped out of the herd. You're going to be considered a sellout. Right. You have to stick with, 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 with the group thing. So it's one of those things where, you know, trying to go in there and preach this stuff, it's not going to work. you got you got to connect with them, and it, just like anybody, on, with things that they can relate to. You know, so like with my band, it's like who, 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 not too many people out there don't really like music. So you, you get out there and you connect with them with something that they can feel, something they can relate to, something that's familiar to them. Um, and, and also with my band, and, and if I can say this really quick uh, about my band, on a, on a little rabbit trail here. The, the, my band is also about, you know, uh, breaking these paradigms that say that because you're a person of color or whatever, whatever persuasion, you have to conform to such and such narrative. Like, say, for instance, because you're black, you have to walk a certain way. You have to talk a certain way. You right. have to date a certain way. You have to eat a certain way. You have to vote a certain way, believe a certain way, all these sort of things. They, they stay shackled to this narrative. Well, my band is the antithesis, is the antithesis of that. We get out there, we, we get out there, we vote the way that we vote, we think the way that we think, we, uh, and, and we believe the way that we believe, and we play the music that we want. You know, it's like, oh my God, there's four black guys playing rock and roll. That's unheard of. Even though rock and roll was born of the blues, and mm-hmm. the blues was born out of the black, but right. still, for some reason, this is white folks' music, and you're not supposed to do that. Well, we're all about just, sh- we're shredding those paradigms. That's what we do. It's amazing that, it's amazing that, and that the black people sort of collectively would accept this of you know, the culture, other people telling them what to do, what they can do, what they can't do, what they can think, what they can't think. Keeping it real. And it's, and it's, it's, it's amazing that they, <laughs> right. that, they, that they would accept that. Yes. Yes. They're accepting what is supposed to be unacceptable. It's like we're supposed to be free. We're supposed to, you know, get out there and, and embrace the American experience while at the same time we're putting brain chains on ourselves and then accusing somebody else of doing it. Well, I mean, to me, this was the whole whole argument in the civil rights movement, especially under under Martin Luther King, was that, you know, we we don't act depending on our skin color, you know, our mm-hmm. our, our skin color does not determine how we think or our our behavior, you yeah, know, we're all people, absolutely. but yet that has now shifted back to being, 
that your skin color does determine who you are and how you act and how you think. And to me, that's the traditional view of racism. Absolutely. It, it turns it all around. We are talking with Alfonso Rachel, who is a, a soldier for the cause of conservatism by trying to get out and impact it through the culture. We're talking to him about the current state of culture, politics, and the challenges facing our country. And we're going to have more with Zoe. After this break, you can get more information about Zoe's work at his website, alfonsorachel.com. And that's Alfonso with a Z. And we will be back after a uh, word from the people that make this show possible. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. More with Alfonso Rachel after this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lenders. It's all but certain now that we are about to see interest rates begin to rise after several years of being spoiled with historically low interest rates. But don't panic. It's not the end of the world. What it does mean is that if you've been thinking about the purchase of a new home, the purchase of a vacation home or investment property, or if you don't want to buy, but you need to refinance the home, you have to lower the rate, remove the mortgage insurance, or to pull out cash to pay higher interest, higher payment, credit cards, auto loans, or student loan debt. Or if you're a senior and have been considering looking into that reverse mortgage thing that everyone seems to be talking about lately, then call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I'll run the numbers for you and let you know what all your options are, the pros and cons of each one, and help you steer towards a decision that makes the most sense for you and your family. Once again, the number is 855-640-2020, or get me on the web at wccloans.com. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. and Sundays at 4 o'clock, right here on AM 590, The Answer. AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program. Of course, we have a major earthquake happening in Riverside, California. Next Saturday, we're talking to Alfonso Rachel, one of the speakers at the conference that's going to be on March 19th at the Fox Performing Arts Center. And uh, you do a lot of uh, video work and relating to the current political structure, uh, what's happening in our presidential race. John wanted to ask you a question about What's going on with uh, with yeah. Trump and well, yeah? One of Cruz the videos, and- most recent ones you've had on, was about how um, you know Trump is making inroads into the black vote. Um, so, you know, why don't you talk a little bit on that for us? Well, yeah, the, the 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 word on the street is is that he is gravitating some of the black votes, and I and I see the Democrats are trying to retaliate with that by by uh, tying him to uh, you know any sort of KKK sentiment <laughs> via. Via, um, uh, oh my goodness, what's what's his name? Uh, David David uh, Duke. David Duke. Yeah, I knew it was Duke something, right? Um, and it's it like, okay, well, if you guys want to play that game, well, David Duke was a member of the KKK when he was a Democrat, right? You know, so it, it's it's you know, the, the, a lot of times liberals give us things on a silver platter. You know, it's it's you know they they do kind of like toss us things you know that that we can really just eat up, but sometimes you know we we you know we miss the opportunity. But you know, with the black community, you know, voting for Trump, the thing is, is that Trump, he's done. He he's. I'm not going to get into whether he's conservative enough or anything like that, or whether he's evolving as conservative or, or whatever. But the thing is, is that he's laid the groundwork. He's done the thing that conservatives should have been doing. The whole, he's basically brought the whole uh, primary process into his wheelhouse, and that's reality TV. He's made it a reality TV show, and and he's 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 been doing this. He's already tapped into something that was already really popular with the culture. So it's 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 no surprise that well, yeah, of course he's going to do well in this because he's laid the groundwork for it. 
And um, and I'm not saying that uh, conservatives need to resort to the same kind of tactics. I'm just saying use the tools that he used. You can use the tools in different ways. You know, you can take a scalpel and you can either save somebody's life with it or you can stab somebody to death with it. You know, and I'm just saying take the tools. They're, they're so accessible and they're so available to us now. Right. You know, and, and there's there's really no reason – you know, to not be supportive of people who can actually take these things that are popular in the culture and use them in more redeeming ways. That's sure. what we need to get a lid on. But I think it's, it's not just his use of popular culture. He's appealing. Mm-hmm. Is, Democrats are trying to appeal to the black vote based on skin color. Donald mm-hmm. Trump is trying to appeal to blacks and everyone else based on their economic interests, that black workers, they're affected by illegal immigration and mass legal immigration. They're affected by these tr- bad trade deals that let jobs go to Mexico and, and China, just like everyone else. So I think part of his support, his inc- support, which is unprecedented over what n- Republicans normally get, is his appeal to everyone, including blacks, on their economic interests. Well, also, and see, here's the thing. Alan West was making the same point. Right. But see, the thing is where Alan West is as mighty and as brilliant as he is. The thing was, is his his ideal of conservatism or his ideas of it weren't sold to the culture, whereas Donald Trump, his image is. So that's where he, he has that door that's open to it. And, and yeah, it, but and Donald Trump is right on the other side of that. The, the, the backlash against him is that his ideals concern are nationalistic or, xenoph- or xenophobic. We got to leave uh, it but- there, Zoe. I'm sorry. We're out of time. You can go to Alfonso yeah. Rachel's website, alfonso.rachel.com. Get more of this. We're going to post some of his videos up on our Facebook page. We will have more after the break. The Unite IE radio program. I'll keep my freedom. I watch the news and have to wonder if this country's going crazy. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, where we annoy liberals with truth and reason while Russian Prager take the weekend off. Speaking of annoying liberals, there's something that happened on Twitter this week, and I know that we're all getting sort of used to Twitter uh, and and hanging out on it and seeing what it does. There was on Wednesday, uh, there's something called a hashtag, and just so that everybody is on the same page, a hashtag in social media language just means a word preceded by the number sign. But what it does in the social media world is it becomes a searchable sort of tag and you can search on. Well, there's a there's a hashtag that went viral on social media on Wednesday called the triggering. And what what was going on, you know, when Ben uh, Shapiro went out to Cal State University, uh, Los Angeles to do his talk, all of the social justice warriors just rampaged out in the lobby, prevented people that wanted to hear the conference from going in. Uh, He was there to, you know, give a conservative talk. He'd been disinvited, then uh, allowed to come. And anyway, it was a big hubbub. So all the talk on college campuses now about, you know, these words that trigger people you know, students and we got to create safe spaces for them. All these conservative activists that are on Twitter decided that they would, they would have a Twitter bomb that day, the triggering. And the goal was to trigger as many liberals on Twitter as possible with phrases, words, antagon, you know, kind of antagonist, but 
with truth. Right. Right. It was amazing. So you, what you, what you need to do is go out and if you have a Twitter account, go out and search Twitter for the hashtag the triggering because you want to talk about annoying liberals, which is the way you opened up our segment. This was a this was a meteor, a meteor uh, an asteroid of destruction into the culture, uh, the backyard culture, which is social media, which is what liberals dominate. Uh, this meteor just right into the backyard, this uh, cataclysmic explosion. It was so interesting to watch. On a personal level, I was just at an event on Wednesday night with, some, with, with attorneys and I was talking to a friend of mine and he was at Thanksgiving dinner. He had showed that he was trying to his college age niece. He showed her this cartoon. She broke down in tears. Nuh-uh. Yes. She broke down in tears over a cartoon. And that's what, and that, well, that's what you're paying twenty thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars a year for your children for. Well, you know, and they have that that uh, Breitbart Milo Yiannopoulos. I don't uh-huh. know if I say that right. Yeah, right. My, Milo is about all I can pronounce yeah. in his name. Yeah, and he he was out at I think Penn, uh, uh, Pittsburgh University. Right. And they actually the people were so upset that the students were so upset over what he said, which was basically just talking about you know normal conservative issues. That, that they were upset with the university because the university did not have counselors on hand to talk that they could talk to afterwards. And this is what we were talking about with our guest, Alfonso Rachel, during the first half hour. And if you happen to miss it and you're catching the program now, you really need to go back and dig into our and, and listen to our uh, podcast to pick up Alfonso Rachel because he talks about what exactly you're saying, John, and that is the culture. There's a culture on college campuses right now that is indoctrinating these kids with this sort of weak need you know you you can't say anything that's going to offend me and offensive language is now considered to be the new hate speech and they're working to eradicate that from college campuses and, so where do you go ahead and what's getting worse is it's getting down now into elementary schools Yep. So as we had um, uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Pesta. Pesta last week say that now the kids are already indoctrinated even before they get to his classroom. Absolutely. Point data shows that 40-something percent of college students believe that speech that offends any of these protected groups should be banned. That's right. And, that's, and, so, and again, that's what your, the results of your government-run education system are producing well, you know, and it's interesting. There's a parallel here because um, you know we talk about you know banning free sp- speech and speech that offends. Uh, for the last 15 years, the Organization of the Islamic Cooperation, which is the 56 countries in the UN that are Muslim, have been working. 57 got, states, technically. Well, now with yeah, considering the state of Palestine, and this is of course what Obama said: 57 uh, states. Total of coincidence. Yeah. Total coincidence. He, you know, what they tried to do way back in 2000 was pass, they passed a resolution, 1618, that basically was attempting to get every country in the world to buy into criminalizing speech that is considered to be, you know, derogatory or blasphemous of Islam. So there's this, there's this rampant movement throughout the world to tamp down free speech that's offensive to a particular group. Well, absolutely. And Hillary Clinton said that in America, we need to enforce that through peer pressure and uh, and uh, something else. But, but they can do it legally, but we still want to do the same goal of suppressing any speech that may offend Muslims. 
Well, and, and they've been doing that through the school. You know, there's there's been this conversion. If you if you notice, maybe your kids now or your grandchildren are working at school. Now they're doing it in groups instead of working as individuals. This is part of the programming to get the kids to be worried or, or, or you know, to, to have group think. Yep. To, to move along and, and, and work and, and worry about their peers. I mean, when I was growing up, you know, we were we were taught, and, and you guys probably too, that, you know, you resist peer pressure. You be a, an individual because peer, peer pressure often led to drug use and all this other stuff. Now these kids are saying, you know, being taught that peer pressure is the good thing, that you should conform to the, to the group. You know, you brought... <laughs> We have a, a just about a minute left in this segment. There's an article that you have that's a survey that Packadell did, which talks about part of the problem. And this is this is really the purpose of our conservative conference is that to get folks out of the stands, stop sitting at home, getting angry, yelling at your TV, get onto the playing field because everything from free speech to Second Amendment rights to you know waters being controlled you know education through common core water through EPA there are so many areas that the government is now making inroads to control what happens in this country you know if you don't get off the couch pretty soon these little things that you don't think affect you will become much bigger things and so give us a little uh, preview of what this survey is about here's just one of the questions that they asked the power of ordinary people to control our country is getting weaker every day as political leaders on both sides fight to protect their own power and privilege at the expense of the nation's well-being. 81% agreed with that statement, and we're going to delve into this more after this word from the sponsor of this half of Unite IE Radio, All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For over 20 years, All-Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition, safety checked, washed and detailed, fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll, at 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. AM590. The answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. In 1980, there were approximately 40% of Americans that were conservative, 10% liberal, and 50% undecided. And since even our numbers show that they are capturing 85% of our young people each year through the educational system, this is how it plays out. In 2012, America was divided at 30% conservative and 30% liberal, with 40% undecided. By 2028, it will be 20% conservative, 50% liberal, and 30% undecided. 
And by 2036, only 20 years from now, it will be 10% conservative, 70% liberal, and 20% undecided. Yeah, that is Chris Bowers from the Agenda movies. Um, he's a producer, and you know he was using, I believe, a Pew Research, and, and basically saying that right now, because of our schools that we were talking about in the previous uh, segment, they are capturing eighty-five percent of our young people. You know, eighty-five percent every year of young people are coming out and becoming liberals, and you know this is real dangerous because even over the next eight years. Okay, we're going to have 43 million Americans come of voting age. And if you think, consider that 85% of them are going to be either liberal or at best anti-conservative, because that's the other part there. You know, it doesn't look too, too good for this country. And I think if it was just people being sort of indoctrinated over to a democratic ideology sort of the jfk democrat it wouldn't be right. as big of a deal but as trevor loudon whose website this was this video was posted points out that the left has been co-opted by some very dangerous worldwide movements that have at their core a very dark uh statist uh, government centric uh sort of ideology that is a you know modern iteration of communism and Marxism. The road to uh, domination is not necessarily a straight road, and the kind of polling data that we were talking about, and I, and I can see it every bit. I'm mean, the concern of what you're saying. We had Duke Pestel explaining how he's a college professor, and it used to be they would indoctrinate him in college, but he now finds they're they're arriving already indoctrinated. <laughs> or, or, already indoctrinated. But you look at these kind of polling numbers here. Um, another, another, just another example of this. 72% of the voters think that powerful interests from Wall Street banks to corporations, unions, and political interest groups have used campaign and lobbying money to rig the system for themselves and that they are looting the national treasury of billions of dollars at every at the expense of every man, woman, and child. So there are countervailing things going on here. And as we saw in the 1970s, led to, to Ronald Reagan. Right. The failure of liberalism is may may speak a lot and as these people grow up as they start get out and become employees and start paying being taxpayers as they become parents they may have a whole they may have a very different perspective than what they right. did but the, back but, in college but the got um the uh um i think it's called the the got government poll got gov poll has recently has shown that that's not the case. You know, as we're getting older, unlike us, who were basically brought up with traditional American values in schools and in our homes, we have, we some of us may have strayed for a while and got into the liberalism in college and stuff, but then kind of returned back to what we were brought up with. The what they're showing now in the YouGov, it's a YouGov uh, poll, is that's not necessarily the case anymore, that, that these people are staying longer and longer into the liberal ideology. And what's, going to, what's happening is as us, the older ones, are dying off, that that's becoming more, more you know, it, the, 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 the country's becoming more socialist. Absolutely, and it comes back to the to the culture we talked about with Alfonso. Is that's that is really upstream of politics, and what we're really going to have to do is just like conservatives built their own alternative media institutions and companies, 
is we're going to have to build our own alternative education and cultural institutions because trying to take back the government-run schools or the universities, they are so deeply entrenched, that's going to be the equivalent of the Battle of Verdun in right. World War I. Well, and uh, to to kind of pile on to, you know, the precarious times that we're at, we were just looking at a an FBI document that's recently come out. And the FBI is now uh, reaching into school systems to ask students and teachers to keep their, you know, say, see something, say something. Now, it's being couched right now as preventing violent extremism in schools. But the language in this document should send shudders through every American because at what point does talk among students, uh, anti-government sort of talk that says, you know, gosh, the Department of Education, it's out of control. We got to roll it back. This is out of control. The EPA, whatever it is, government has gotten to. At what point does that conversation become a a trigger, if you will, for other students to then report on those students. You couple that with what Dr. Pestis said last week about the capturing of student data um, in files that follow them around. So if a teacher hears a student say, you know, government is out of control or whatever it is that they say, maybe they pick that up from their parents, you know, getting concerned, you know, at election time. That goes into their file. This is this is really dicey territory so that we're the, entering. So we really will have the true permanent record Absolutely. that the parents are, you know, that they used to always threaten people with. Oh, and the, the, these dangerous ideologies include being a constitutionalist. Well, that's right. Uh, well, you know, it's, it's real interesting. When I was speaking to a group of, of high school students, there was probably about 50 of them. I, I, I asked this. I said, how many of you look around to see who's nearby before you say something that might be controversial or offensive or whatever. I would say three quarters of them raised their hands. Right. And I said, you know, when I and was the other your, quarter were afraid to do so. Probably do so. Yeah. I said, <laughs> I said when I, I, go, I go, when I was your age, that we always said that was something that never happened in America. It only happened in Nazi Germany and Soviet Russia. Not that's right. here. And that's how far we've drifted. And that's why this conference coming, keep coming back to the conference. The purpose of the conference is that, and, and, and really, it, 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 the poll that you talked about, this poll showing that 81% of the people feel that there is this lack of control, there, an inability for citizens to exercise their constitutional right. In the sec, Article 2, Section 2 of the Constitution, California Constitution says all power is inherent right. in the people. But they've forgotten, A, that fact. B, they've forgotten how to wield that power. Right. The people, the people are the lion, or the lion, and the government has become the lion tamer. The people, the lion, think that the government... The lion tamer has the power when, in fact, the opposite right. is true. And this conference is about getting you into an environment where you can see how out of control and upside down things are and then hear what the solutions are, what people are doing, uh, where you can go to get more information about this, how to exercise the constitutional and God-given power that you are born with in this great nation so that we can put this genie back in the bottle. The corrupt and incompetent ruling class deserves all of the blame it gets and more. But ultimately, the problems with the country that we talk about every week 
that you see in the news, that you feel, that you see every day in your lives, is due to the fact that not enough people are fulfilling the obligations of their most important political office, that of the private citizen. Right, and we got to realize, you know, we got we got to have a moment of truth here. Sitting down and watching Fox News or watching whatever you want to use and getting mad isn't going to change a thing. Right. You know, we, we, we have to be involved. That's why the three of us have have gotten involved at some point in this. I mean, you know, we're out here, we're, we're doing things, and there's there's thousands of other people that are doing things throughout the United IE, but it's not enough. And we need other people to, to come and join us, or otherwise that with that, that, that um, sound bite that we heard at the beginning of this segment is going to come true. Get your tickets for the Unite Inland Empire radio conference. Uh, radio conference. We have a radio show. It's a conference next Saturday, March the 19th, at the Fox Riverside Performing Arts Center. Two ways you can connect to it. AM 590, The Answer. There's a link at the top in the rotating gallery of pictures. Just click on that. It takes you to a page that shows you all the information, the speakers, the links, uh, where the event is. Or go to the Unite IE conserve, uh, UniteIE.com website that's uniteie.com click the banner there it'll take you right to the eventbrite registration site so you can get your tickets uh join us in taking this country back time for another word from the sponsor of this half of unite ie radio all-star collision the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll back after this when you're in an auto accident you want quality repairs done as fast as possible All you need is All-Star. For over 20 years, All-Star Collision in Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition, safety checked, washed and detailed, fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll at 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. AM590. The answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program. And we are focusing today on a very important event that's going to happen on Saturday, March the 19th. Seven days, if you're listening to this show on Saturday, March the 12th, seven days from now, you still have time to get your tickets. You can go out to am590theanswer.com or uniteie.com. And there is a lineup of speakers that I think we can be extremely excited and proud of. And uh, let's just do a quick rundown and uh, make sure everybody knows exactly what they're in for. Um, A couple of people are coming back from prior conferences. Of course, we've got Evan Sayet, who is a political humorist and commentator, has one of the most listened to uh, videos on heritage. Yeah, I heard that from Evan himself. I know, right? <laughs> millions well, but, you and know, millions of views. And, and uh, that was eight years ago. And, and you know, the anniversary of that just passed uh, a couple, 
this this past week, and I reposted that and saying how, you know, he will change how you view the liberal mind. I mean, if you weren't brought up into it like I, I wasn't, I was a conservative all my life, I couldn't figure these people out. Evan will set you straight. And, you know, I, I said that on, on Facebook. This this speech changed the way I looked at modern politics. And how many people, I can't tell you how many people left comments saying the same thing. It yep. was an amazing video, and you're going to see him live here. The speaker that I'm most uh, excited about hearing is Congressman Louis Gohmert. Right. I, I heard him at the uh, Western Conservative Summit last year. He was fantastic. And he had the best quote, best line of the entire conference. It's in God's hands does not mean we can lean on our shovels and wait for the hole to dig itself. Absolutely. We put that on a meme that we put on our Facebook page uh, with Louis Gomer, all the information. Go to our Facebook page, by the way, Unite Inland Empire. Go to our Facebook page. You'll find a lot of these memes. You can share them to your own Facebook page or Twitter timeline. I'm actually looking forward to hearing from Pastor Jack Hibbs again. He spoke at our first annual conference, uh, really delivered a message that got a resounding standing ovation, as did Father Josiah last year. Uh, But talking about the importance of Christian engaging in the political world and with their with their faith based values. And that's part of, you know, this survey that you were talking about, how 81 percent of the people feel that they no longer have control. It's in large part also because they're not. You know, we found by getting involved that we can have an impact, whether it's local on your city council or up in Sacramento. Our voices do matter. Our organization, Act for America, has been instrumental in in even getting the Benghazi Commission, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Select Committee uh, instituted. It was Act for America nationwide that pushed for that resolution to get support and ultimately resulted in that that Benghazi Select Committee being established. Especially, so we, we can have an right. impact. Especially when you get involved with other groups. Yep. And you're involved with other people like the Redlands Tea Party. Yes. And other great speakers will be John Eastman, a constitutional law professor. He used to be with Chapman. He's now with the Claremont Colleges. We have Alfonso Rachel, who was in our first half of the show today. Bill Whittle, Trevor Loudon, Pastor Jack Hibbs, you mentioned. The Politichicks are back. Larry, Larry Elder, Larry who's Elder. coming to our station. He's going to now be taking uh, you know, Hugh Hewitt's place. Uh, Frank Gaffney, Center for Security Policy. Probably one of the most important voices when it comes to understanding uh, the importance of national security. And the after party, we got to mention that. I mean, this is not going to end just at the thing. These, a lot of these people will be staying after. You can socialize with them afterwards, have, have a drink, Absolutely. talk to them in person. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a lot you can do. And Tim Donnelly, this rousing constitutional speaker, uh, conservative speaker, is going to be bigger, better, and writer than ever. AM590theanswer.com, uniteie.com. Go out there, get your tickets. We'll see you next Saturday. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.